0: Um, uh, it's a sunny day here so i'm feeling rejuvenated <laughs> that's it's nice winter time in brooklyn
1: uh, well it's very wintry here in a treacherous way is it still snowy uh it was snowing this morning again like mm-hmm. it looks like full-on winter and as I mentioned to you um uh, I drove to town yesterday because it, I had must do errands yesterday like buying heating <laughs> pellets and going to the regional court uh for nothing bad thankfully. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, it's just it's scary when it snows like that in the countryside. I mean, it's bad enough in the city, but at least it's you know, bad enough in the city. I remember yeah. delivering delivering a
0: painting last year at some point and i was driving it had just started snowing and i was driving on the upper east side to drop it off and at some point the car just started skidding oh god on the it was just like a really thin coat of ice but it was so scary because in the, you know in the narrow cross streets of uh, uptown you could just easily create so much
1: damage also like i don't mean to gloat but i would say i'm a winter driving expert having driven 20 years which is insane that i've had a license for 20 years now Um, how do you
0: how do you avoid like snow planing or whatever that's called
1: (laughs) basically you just have to go slow and you can't slam on the brakes like you just have to go slow coast into situations you know slowly tap the brakes which you're not supposed to do with abs but if you slam on the brakes you're just gonna slide into something yeah, but how to like you know driving
0: in the city sometimes is like threading a needle. How, there's no room for maneuvering at all. Even like I, I know. know, what do you
1: do if you start like slowly, you know, veering? If okay, if you if you start sliding, don't brake. Put it into neutral, uh, or yeah, whether you have an automatic or a manual, put it into neutral and <laughs> don't like slam on the brakes because that's where you lose control because the wheels lock up. And even if there is ABS, the ABS is kind of just doing a, a rhythm of braking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you just have to f- keep a very far following distance from people and things. And that's the sc- that's the scary part. <laughs>
0: Your talk of manual transmissions <laughs> triggering <laughs> triggering some bad memories for me from Italy oh when God. I att- when I attempted oh to drive God. the uh, the yellow Jeep that we had at the residency. <laughs> Um, to a degree of failure. If only those, uh, if only those hills were a little flatter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I know those scary. Plus it's, I mean, you haven't driven manual in ages, but it's also this thing of every vehicle has its own feeling, you know? Oh, for sure. So even me driving manual every day here and then going to that jeep was crazy like, yeah it was like it was like an army utility vehicle yeah. basically and you as someone who used to be in the military should be familiar with it <laughs> true and
0: i when i got my license in israel i had to drive a uh, a 94 like janky jetta a vw <laughs> and they would really put you through some like major basic training style uh, um tasks such as uh parallel parking uphill (laughs) um which is crazy there's some blocks here on the upper west side that curve like on riverside where parallel like i dare any of our listeners to to (laughs) attempt to
1: parallel park on a curve oh my god well uh that's how i damaged a rental vehicle in la two years ago (laughs) oh my god are there curves in la yeah, uh, I was visiting a uh, friend of the pod, Christian, in the Hollywood Hills uh, at his cute house uh, for dinner, and I had to parallel park on a steep downhill curve, <laughs> and I, I backed not- into a retaining wall. Oh, it's insane. God.
0: At least not into some like fancy Porsche oh, my God, Cayenne I know. or something
1: no it's Somebody,
0: uh somebody's ugly tesla model <laughs> y <laughs> um
1: no it's you know it's like there's all these flat parts of the city but then once you get into the hilly parts it's like extreme hilly and oh, it's, and,
0: and there's that notorious street where you like go up like a, a 50 degree angle hill oh yeah that's an echo park a, <laughs> echo park and it's a total blind drop <laughs> once you make yeah. it to
1: the peak <laughs> it's like a roller coaster it's insane it's like i would go i would go over like five miles an hour crest the hill and like i can't see the road in front of me in in first gear (sighs) the engine exasperated (laughs) yeah so i was when i uh backed into that retaining wall i was so freaked out because that's my worst nightmare like getting in an accident in america Mm a rental car you just expect the worst yeah I returned it the next day, and they're just like, "Whatever." Like no one even noticed or cared. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh well, I was gonna I was
0: gonna make a joke about the frunk of the car, but uh, <laughs> I-
1: I'll save it for the next time we
0: talk about Tesla. <laughs> um, uh-huh. yeah, sorry. If I ever get a Tesla, I'm definitely gonna gonna keep my uh, Il Faggio red wine in the frunk <laughs> of the car. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> oh my god. Um well I was walking down walking back from Starbucks the other morning on our on my morning uh, walk with Kasha. Oh, uh, love Starbucks. And yes. And uh I struck gold. Somebody was uh, was giving out a free giveaway this uh, box game of Seinfeld <laughs> called called Seinfeld Seen It Seen as an S C E
1: N E. I remember seeing these games at Walmart back in the day. It's like a franchise or something right yeah yeah there's a whole series of them
0: uh, and it's just the funnest box game there's like a board that's shaped out of like three three circles that are basically so the background is Jerry's apartment but the the uh, the game fields where you land are like cereal bowls. <laughs> and so it's like a trivia game accompanied by like a dvd with clips and there's fun tin tokens there's uh there's four of them one of them is like a chinese takeout box there's the cigar store indian <laughs> a one first of my,
1: nations person
0: yes one of my favorite episodes uh mostly because it just was really ahead of its time totally the, the, the humor was so cutting edge and could have never been you know aired in prime time in yeah. 2021 um i mostly remember it because when jerry finally goes out on a date with the uh native american woman uh they like look for a chinese restaurant to go to <laughs> and, and he happens to ask this mailman who he can't see like who the mailman is and then the guy like Stands up and he's like, "Why do you ask me where the Chinese restaurant is? Because I'm
1: Chinese." Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember uh, that episode and, very well.
0: And then Jerry gets upset and says that if somebody asked him the way to Jerusalem, he wouldn't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, another one of the the tokens is a cereal uh, cereal box, and most importantly, the puffy shirt,
1: so, which I I. Uh, I am all for you dressing up as for Halloween this year. I totally earmarked
0: that. That's definitely happening this year. Um, well, we should definitely play it next
1: time you're in town. and Yes. Y-
0: you are coming to New York, hopefully.
1: I am. I just got an email from this residency that I was accepted to in upstate New York last year. Muzzle. Thank you. Um, but yes, uh, obviously because of COVID... It didn't happen last summer. They've postponed it to this year, and I got the email two days ago that's saying, "Okay, it is happening. Just make sure you buy a refundable ticket." Um, Those they're covering are the ticket, so which is expensive. nice. Yeah, I think now because of COVID, there are more of them. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like every ticket now is you can do changes for free, uh, but you still have to pay the fare difference. But. Basically, I have a backup plan. I'll fly to Canada and stay with my parents uh, for mm-hmm. a few weeks if there's still the, the Europe-U.S. travel ban. Mm-hmm. Um, because like right now, American citizens can fly to the U.S. from Europe, but everyone else can't. So if you've been in the European Union for the last 14 days, you can't go to the U.S. But you can fly between... Uh, Canada and the US Mm -hmm. but there's just I have to buffer for so much quarantine time (laughs) are you expecting to get vaccinated in between yeah I hope so but you still you never know Mm what will happen because these things are so unclear like for all we know in June they could get rid of this travel ban and it'll just be like you need to be vaccinated or have to quarantine or something but
0: i mean i'm i'm no conspiracy theorist but i kind of suspect they will never formally end it it'll just like go back to a de facto normal but there will be it'll be a way for them to like prevent certain people from entering countries
1: yeah, yeah. regardless of a pandemic yeah like those losers that got travel banned for storming the capital
0: oh my god they should just deport <laughs> them to like uh elba or something <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so, so congratulations congratulations sorry on the residency thank you I'm excited i'm excited to
1: have you stateside oh my god i'm so excited okay so i have a plan regardless of what way this happens i'm gonna come early mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna invade your guest room if that's okay
0: it's open for business
1: thank you we can um we can take that opportunity to do some Reaction videos on YouTube. Oh yes. (laughs) We have so many relevant series to this podcast to get through, and I really think we should do full reaction videos.
0: We can uh we can get some zoom recorders and go to a Sephora. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A zoo. (laughs) No, our our um reaction videos are like going to the mall in Edison, New Jersey. W- Willow Brook. Willow- <laughs> um going to what's Brookfield Place? Oh yes, I haven't been there since yeah. they reopened. Ooh, I really lo- love it there. Loved Brookfield Place with you last summer. Mm-hmm. Well, not last summer, the summer before. Right. But let's just pretend last summer never happened. Yeah. Um so last summer when we went to Brookfield Place, that was amazing. Um I feel like we should do a live podcast in one of the museums like what's the saddest museum in new york other than the brooklyn museum um i think the brooklyn museum <laughs> <laughs> the world famous brooklyn museum as work of art said oh my god uh, i was i was just there on saturday
0: on uh jordan's birthday we we went to see the native american show i'm sorry i'm forgetting the artist's name but like there's a huge cause in the lobby uh, which I kind of enjoyed. I even took a, a picture, a photo of uh, uh, at the feet of the sculpture, and also took a self portrait uh, with the JR mural <laughs> plate,
1: picture, whatever.
0: Um, yeah, but the museums like they also fucking closed access to the best part of the museum, which is the historical like artifacts, and they also have like a a re reconstructed like eighteenth century house i'm probably like misstating it but it's like a homesteader no probably not a homesteader because it's like too well built but it's like some historical like industrialist house or whatever and it's like life size and it fits in the museum it's just one of those things where museums actually make sense and they fucking closed access to it and there's at this point absolutely nothing to see at the brooklyn museum so god uh yeah (laughs) but they have a cause so yeah, and the museum uh, exhibition is opening in February, I think. Which I'm going to see it because like there's nothing better at the Brooklyn Museum to see at this point. Um, hmm. I just think they should like hand back the keys to the museum It's just like somebody else should like take over that location because it's yeah, just just waste it on them.
1: Just do uh do something useful with it. <laughs> turn, yeah, turn
0: it- like I. I uh, really appreciate their push for, for diversity in the collection and representation, but like you walk into the, uh, contemporary arts gallery, which has been diversified to a certain extent, but there's like a huge Alex Katz painting of a black person. So like, what have we achieved?
1: <laughs> by that? Yeah. What's the diversity checked, there? Are? Yeah. yeah.
0: Last time I checked Alex, Alex Katz was a white Jew.
1: Yeah. Who's like 90, um, or cause it's like, is that your diversity? Uh, an artist that rappers enjoy, who's white. Honestly, I I struggle
0: to find animosity or any <laughs> criticality towards that show because it's just fun. Like I, I don't care about the followers and or the culture of cause. I just kind of enjoy it for what it
1: is. Um, yeah, I just don't enjoy the characters. That's the problem. Like, I have no problem with cute things. You know I love, like, cute characters and cartoony things. And as I've mentioned before, that's kind of the one kind of visual that actually gives me emotion is very cute characters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But not
0: not like Murakami. No, but I don't like
1: the Murakami. I don't like the cause. And I think that's because, to me, they look like they've been drawn in Illustrator. Oh, true. And they're just not cute they're they're cartoony, but it's kind of like taking the aesthetics of a cartoon without the spirit of a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you look at like those Lisa Frank cartoons, you know, like the stationary supplies for kids, or um just any like coloring book that's like frolicking teddy bears and a unicorn, like I find that so cute and sweet. Right, and I really respond to it, but to me, it's almost like uh, cause or uh, Murakami characters. It's almost like irony, but no irony. Mm. It's it's uh I don't know.
0: It's it hard. Kind of reminds me when the Simpsons or even South Park. I might be mistaken, but when they switch to d- digital to a certain extent, you could like see how it's yeah. flattened, uh, how it's flat all of a sudden. Yeah, definitely. Um anyways, excited to have you in New York. We will go oh and go live from the Brooklyn wait. Museum and maybe when you uh stay over here we can uh play the Seinfeld game. <laughs> yes. Would you, you have would you any you like- trivia <laughs> questions for me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: would,
0: would you like me to give you a little
1: preview? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. should i start scatting along to this yeah <laughs> um
0: okay let's see what some fun questions i mean some of them are really difficult i also i'm even... sorry if
1: anyone's not a seinfeld fan who's listening uh <laughs> turn us off and block us <laughs> yeah exactly um
0: god some of these are difficult um, okay, just come at me <laughs> okay um Jesus okay, who says I broke the covenant of the keys God I don't know <laughs> Kramer Kramer yes oh yes. yeah, amazing um, it's when
1: they um when they swapped apartment keys him and Jerry right
0: yeah, true yeah okay um let's see god some of these are so difficult and also so many questions about the season finale which like i've watched this show back to back for like a good 15 years now and i've watched the finale like a total of five times it's that shitty
1: it it is shitty also i watched it when it was a major tv event like i remember coming home from school getting ready the seinfeld finale is happening
0: Oh, same. I stayed up until, like, when did it air in Israel? Like, 2 a.m. or something? Oh, my watched it live, And it was that disappointing. <laughs> okay, next question. Uh, what caused Jerry to be heckled with lines such as, "A vast ye matey? <laughs> the
1: pirate shirt. Puffy yep, shirt, the, sorry. The puffy shirt. <laughs> the pirate shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Caillou okay. theme? <laughs> oh, my God. Um...
0: Okay, this is an easy one. Which main character boasted I haven't vomited in 13 years but broke the streak a few episodes later? Jerry? Jerry, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um let's see. <clears throat> um Jesus. Okay, in the Bubble Boy, Jerry's girlfriend, Naomi's laugh, was described as what cartoon character stepping on a juicer?
1: Elmer Fudd?
0: Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> okay. Um, last but not least, in the implant, where are Jerry and Kramer when Kramer says it feels like a sauna in here?
1: uh h and h bagels no. no they're actually no. in it wait
0: i i get the confusion the confusion yes
1: because that's a sauna kind of place wait the implant uh and that's the candy the o henry heiress right mm mm-hmm. right
0: uh no, the implant is with a uh, Terry, uh, terry uh, Hatcher. Oh, Terry Hatcher
1: yeah terry Hatcher, Hatcher. Oh, yes. And they're marvelous, right?
0: Salmon. Yeah. Salmon Rushdie. Salmon Bass.
1: Oh, my God. So where are they? In a sauna. Oh, they are in a sauna. (laughs) Jesus. Oh. Okay. Sorry.
0: Last one, because this one has your name written all over it. (laughs) Um, In Elaine's New Yorker cartoon, (laughs) a pig stands at a
1: complaint window and says, I wish I was what? Taller, taller, very good. And the other, the other complaint was my wife's a slut. (laughs) My wife's a slut. (laughs) Okay, but but I. Speaking of Seinfeld, it's like, and I've mentioned this to you privately. uh, There are two ponies in my village, at least two. Mm -hmm. And every time we, sorry, is that true? What What? they say? The oh yeah, the 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 ponies in Poland. Ponies to. okay there were two ponies at one house in the center of the village like down the road and then recently the last house when you drive in one direction has a pony and it is black and white and has a corral and it's super cute and then when you are driving down the road to the next village around the bend there's this brown on brown pony who is also very cute and every single time we drive by my dad does the pony line and can't stop laughing, like it's Whoa. so hysterical to him. Oh, the and, Seinfeld
0: pony line, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so we were going to stop and ask if we can uh pet the pony. <laughs> oh my god. And take a video. And I really want my dad to do the pony line on camera and make it a viral video. I feel like it could get 10 million views on TikTok. Oh, for sure. If if anyone like our age or older is on TikTok. <laughs> Um, because him doing the pony monologue would be so good. (laughs) Uh,
0: it's not Shetland ponies though, right? What are the pony types in Poland?
1: I don't know. To be honest, it, they all look different. Uh, like I said, one is black and white. One is brown. They look different. I mean, they are definitely ponies. I'm sorry. I'm
0: looking it up. Is, is the word for pony in Polish konik? Okay, because konik on Wikipedia is a feral horse breed.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. oh, no, no, it's a Kuczyk. kutsik, Okay, yeah,
1: because a, a horse is kony, and then mm-hmm. and then konik, I guess, is like a small horse, but right. a pony is different than a horse, and it's a Kuczyk.
0: Sounds like uh, socialism slash communism succeeded <laughs> in. Uh, in the in the <laughs> Soviet block, every child got a pony.
1: <laughs> Do you think they would let me ride the pony? Um, don't those on things my two big though? <laughs>? Probably. I don't know. Aren't
0: they like related to donkeys in a sense? So they can like or mules? They're they're <laughs> they're load bearing essentially.
1: <laughs> oh, and I recently discovered when I drive the other way to a different town somebody has a goat
0: <laughs> a single goat what do you yeah, do there's with a just single a goat? single
1: goat in their yard i have no idea. maybe they walk around and eat the grass maybe they're getting milk from it um from a single goat I, I think so i just can't like these things are very cute but it just seems like another layer of responsibility <laughs> it just seems like another layer of attachment i would just be so sad
0: for any discomfort the goat or the animal i know experience uh and i'd want to bring it inside the house and that just like turns back the time <laughs> back to like the middle ages oh my god. that's where diseases
1: started
0: totally and another H- another hoof and mouth disease yeah exactly wolf and mouth disease <laughs> you can um, sleep in
1: the manger with them <laughs> my god
0: i can't believe people
1: used to uh live under the same roof with their farm animals oh my god uh today i was chopping firewood not for that long i'm not that manly um and i just really had this flashback of what's that show that you watch where they bake and cook in a different era (laughs)
0: um there's What's two shows. There's, there's a YouTube, they're both YouTube channels. One is like a Victorian era, uh-huh. um, and like Royal cooking. It's like the Royal chef uh, reenacting recipes from like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones like home, like American homesteading cooking. Is that the one you're thinking of?
1: Yeah, the one the one you mentioned. And then there's yeah. a PBS one about you know people living in 1800 and those kinds of shows. Oh, you mean the 1800 house? That's a BBC <sighs> yeah, show. Yeah, that one. So basically, I felt like I lived in the 1900 house today. Because um, I think my house may be built around 1906, because I noticed there's a brick on my facade that has 1906 etched into it. Like, it looks like someone took a needle and scratched it in.
0: Oh my and, God.
1: and now, in hindsight, that's you know, someone, when the brick was being made, they did that. Not when the house was being constructed. Um But it's just like, you know how it is in Berlin. You live there for years. There isn't much snow nowadays. Um And I'm only two Wait, hours that, from Berlin. That li-
0: literally stopped the minute I left Berlin. Because yeah. winters would be so snowy. Where, you know, it would, it would start in November and
1: just would never yeah. fully sort of uh, go away. Well, I moved to berlin in summer 2010 and i remember everyone telling me that the winter prior to that was insane so like 2009 2010 that winter uh we had snow all the time when i lived there but it'd be like just a bit of snow and mostly it was just like rainy and gray Mm -hmm. and so that's what it's like here but this past week or you know ever since a few days after new year's it's it has now snowed twice and it's insane Mm -hmm um So I mean, uh,
0: for, first snow is nice. Feels like a Disney scene, yeah. and then you have to like live through the reality of doing things exactly. in a snowy
1: environment. And then the second snow is just adding insult to injury, basically. So that's why I feel like I live in nineteen hundred house because I woke up, I went downstairs, and this digital thermometer in the living room, uh it said it was thirteen degrees and <laughs> Celsius. And, um, a couple of hours later, and by the way, a furnace has been running and it's 13 degrees in the living room. It's just the thermostat is in, uh, my bedroom upstairs. Oh, I see. So I went to, uh, to chop fire. doesn't the heat travel up? It does a bit, but I think it dissipates so much because the room is so huge. Like Mm -hmm. the room, the living room is 600 square feet which Mm -hmm. I know that sounds opulent and I feel blessed, but I live in the middle of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) in a 1900 house. Um, So the heat does travel, but it dissipates. And I think the floor probably just stops it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So um, like the floor of the upstairs that I'm in. Uh, And so I went to chop firewood. And uh, it just felt like such an ordeal. I'm like chopping firewood. It's difficult to get the wheelbarrow full of firewood through the snow, Mm -hmm. carrying it all in. It's all wet. Um, I've now been burning a fire for, I don't know, seven hours. And only now did I get the living room up to 18 degrees. (laughs) And the furnace has been running. Mm -hmm. like. I'm upstairs right now in my bedroom um podcasting live, and it's twenty degrees up here now because the furnace has been running um but downstairs it's a nice pit, so i mean i I prefer to keep the house cool but like out of choice, yeah, so you no know, at, um, at night it's sixteen degrees in here or fifteen degrees in the bedroom what's that in what's that in Fahrenheit? Oh, sorry. I just bumped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's my thermostat at night is set to fifteen. Oh my god, that's it's sixty degrees. No, sorry, that's
0: too cold. We keep the house at
1: seventy. No, because what seventy-two is room temperature, but at night I have it cooler because you're Mm -hmm. sleeping and the room can be colder because you don't notice and doesn't have a. Also, your body just gives like personally, my
0: body just gives out so much heat overnight. Oh, totally.
1: Like I, I have a very heavy uh, down duvet that I brought to Canada when I moved here, and even when sixteen degrees, I wake up in the morning and I'm just like boiling. So. Oh yeah, same. Um, it's funny. I'm looking up the 1900
0: uh, house Wikipedia page, and you see all the um, all the global editions in other countries. Um, and I'm just scrolling down to the Germany one, and oh God. there's. There's, some, there's like seven of them with a very prominent omission. <laughs> um, there's a Schwarzwald house from 190, oh, Like Schwarzwald house 1902. A, a That's family black
1: forest.
0: Yeah. A family living without electricity in a traditional black forest house on rural Kaltwasserhof in Münstertal. No idea where that is. There's Windstärke 8 about an emigration <laughs> ship for the United My States God. from 1855. Die Breutschule, teenage girls attending a domestic science school in the 1950s. Depressing. Sounds, sounds sinister. Yeah, totally. Eugenics. Uh, yeah. Abenteuer 1900, Leben im Guesthouse, about a noble family and their servants in a manor in mecklenburg for uh, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mecklenburg-Vorpommern. Which is by the uh, sea. It's northeast of Berlin. Sounds freezing, yeah. Um, Abenteuer 1927, a life in the manner from Abenteuer 1900, this time in the roaring 20s. God. Also, sounds bleak. Um, it sounds ooh. like a
1: lot of syphilis, yeah.
0: Um, Steinzeit, does experiment the Stone Age experiment, life under conditions of that. the Stone Age, basically <laughs> Berlin in 2021, yeah.
1: wait what happened to 1933 through 1945
0: i don't know coincidentally
1: omitted (laughs) from this roster like like Um, every corporate timeline or when you're in a subway station in berlin and it's like this station through the ages and then there's a, a sudden historical gap yeah exactly a glitch um,
0: the harte schule the 50s, difficult 1950s school. Why are they so obsessed with the 50s? Teachers <laughs> and students experiencing a boarding school under 1950s conditions. Like, what, also, are those what conditions? was so hard
1: about the 1950s?
0: Yeah, exactly. You got all the money from the states you could want to yeah, prevent a The Marshall calamity. Plan <laughs> paid for everything. <laughs> um abenteuer mittelalter in 15th jahrhundert the mi- the medieval adventure people living in a 15th century castle sounds drafty so- so- sounds <laughs> as cold as a as an indoor space in berlin in 2021 <laughs> 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 i'll just reiterate in my seven years there every single apartment i lived in the heating would only go up to three out of five and <laughs> we'd get locked at three so it would constantly oh be God. like
1: 18 degrees okay indoors. that's that was your shady landlord to blame
0: <laughs> is it and you can't you can't even like honestly
1: thing out i think they put special knobs on the radiator so you couldn't go past three um it's, a, it's insane well i remember We were, like my ex and I, we were subletting this live-in studio on Hobreststrasse near Hermannplatz. And I remember the guy we were subletting from was upset with us because we like left the radiator on five. And it's just like, well, that's your (sighs) fault. You need to figure out an appropriate price or there are radiator knobs that you can get (laughs) that can actually measure how much water is going through or you can get a meter for the radiator.
0: Like why are they so fucking compliant? Like there there's such sh- sheeple in the things that like clearly make no sense to anyone outside of their culture such as cracking a window to let in some fresh air because Especially that's in this how time one does of COVID. It. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um the the USA editions are fun. We should watch them. There's a frontier house from 1883. There's a manor house, a British family in a a 1900 Scottish manor house. Is it manor or manor? Manor. Manor, sorry. Colonial house. Don't worry. Sorry, second (laughs) language. Um, Colonial house set in American frontier of 1628. And Texas ranch house set in the American frontier of 1867,
1: which I can, I totally see you in that living (laughs) environment. (laughs) Yeah, I basically am living in that environment right now except i have 20 megabit per second internet which allows allows us to podcast um oh by the way i found some penalty cards from the seinfeld game so if you uh
0: if you transgress throughout the recording of this episode (laughs) i might incur some punishment on you such as due to a misunderstanding with a low talker you have to wear an embarrassing puffy shirt on national television oh my god
1: (laughs) the today's show with Brian Gumble and <laughs> Katie Couric.
0: <laughs> Say it isn't so. You are caught making out during Schindler's List. <laughs> move,
1: move back two spaces and pucker up. Gandhi is on TV tonight. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I can't wait to take you to Krakow next summer. We can go see Oscar Schindler's Factory. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I went there.
0: Sad. Uh, that's one of the movies I've showed clip, uh, clips from to my 7th graders.
1: Wait, did I tell you how uh do you remember in Schindler's list there was a wedding scene, a couple I've, I've, getting married and I've, I've watched it in, I've watched it in its entirety too long ago at this point. okay. there's a key moment where a couple's getting married in the concentration camp, and uh uh Goldsmith is making a ring for them or making wedding bands for them, and they get married uh so the daughter of that couple that was based on a true story she came and spoke to our class. Oh, wow. Yeah. In high school. Uh, her last name was Bao, Bau B a U. Uh, and we spoke Polish after it was very sweet. Amazing.
0: Yeah. There's
1: a, there's a whole roster of Israeli actors
0: who were in that movie. S- some of them like, you know, descendants of Holocaust survivors.
1: Um, I remember when it was on TV and it mm-hmm. didn't have commercials, but it had an intermission and it was sponsored by Ford. <laughs> oh my
0: god the the biggest (laughs) anti-semite
1: yeah exactly that one (laughs) yeah exactly it was uh uh what do you call that I don't know washing blank washing yeah exactly it's like Ford motor company has sponsored this presentation of Schindler's List to atone for his anti-semitism
0: isn't the Ford Foundation though like a big uh a big like injector of uh private funds into like uh, climate change Yeah, another kind of progressive and,
1: causes and things. Yeah. I'm still skeptical of TBH, but Oh, same. All these, you know, it's like any PBS program that's, it's like the Carnegie Mellon Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Skeptical.
0: Yeah. Um, why don't we talk about some art today so uh,
1: the FCC doesn't uh,
0: take us off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I've devised a little flash round for us, just to tackle uh, some art-related issues that we wouldn't necessarily expound on for a whole episode. But maybe I can get your opinions on some, on some opinions and snap judgments on some uh, some tidbits from this week.
1: Okay, after some technical difficulties, we're back. I put a log on the fire and. Uh... <laughs> So also, the, I the, sorry. log. I, I put a scented uh, Yankee candle, u log, on the fire, and mm. uh, I had two Manhattan's while we were recording. Oh, wow, my favorite cocktail.
0: Okay, should we so, do our should we do our flash round of some art tidbits from the week?
1: Yes. Okay, here we go is that the wendy williams <laughs> sound effect <laughs> the shoe cam sound effect that is the shoe cam i knew it, it. is it it is that's the shoe cam sound <laughs> oh <my> effect God.
0: <laughs> uh totally unrelated <laughs> okay totally coincidental i mean um all right first news item of the week documenta 15 postponement increasingly likely general director say what's your take
1: on that uh literally who cares like does anyone actually want to go to documenta uh yeah i uh, second that Like, people go, but I think it's out of, like, oh, I don't want to miss out. Oh, it's this big event, FOMO, this, that, and the other. So, next. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I'm sure a good amount of
0: people are invested in it and are invested in the success of it and the artists involved. And so, at least there's that sort of immediate group of people who are rooting for it to open as soon as possible. But, like, otherwise, I feel like the nature of Documenta is like the content is just so didactic normally that I suspect yeah. it would also fare pretty well in like a virtual sort of presentation form.
1: Yeah. Somebody can compile a J store um, folder <laughs> and the same <laughs> thing will happen. So have yeah, fun. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Maybe the UN website can host <laughs> a page of like document works or something <laughs> for UNESCO for UNESCO. Yeah. For some more traffic. Alrighty. That's, next, uh, next. Um Kate Blanchett is building her own art gallery at her English country home. <laughs> um old outbuildings on the actor's estate will be knocked down to make way for the studio and provisions will be made for the protected bats that live there. <laughs> uh what's what, what's your favorite Kate Blanchett movie <laughs> if you had
1: to pick one? I have honestly never seen a movie with her, or I can't name one. Like I'm I true, yeah. know who she is; she's so prevalent. But she's one of these people. I'm like, I don't know what she's been in. Like, you know, it's like oh, and some... no, Ocean's
0: Eight. You've seen that? Oh wait, I loved her in Ocean's Eight. Yeah, it's such a good movie. <laughs> um, oh, she, she was in she was in Benjamin Button.
1: See, I don't remember that. But I don't know Lord it, of the Rings. Like, who's that, who's that, um, Swarcy, Swarcy
0: yeah, Swarcy, what's her name, from
1: uh, Lady Bird? Yeah, so one of the, like, an actor like that, where I'm like, yeah, they're critically acclaimed, well-known, I don't know what they've been in, so. I mean, Kate C- Blanchett is a pretty impressive actress, I will say. She is, but I don't remember where she's been in.
0: She was in Elizabeth, which I loved, Blue Jasmine, but Okay, Woody Elizabeth, Allen. I
1: remember, but I've never seen it. The Aviator. Haven't seen it. <laughs> um,
0: notes on a Scandal. Haven't seen it. <laughs> where'd you Where'd you go? Bernadette. Haven't seen it. Babel, Haven't seen it. <laughs> um The Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, I saw that and loved it. Life Aquatic. Loved it um what else lord of the rings of course haven't seen it (laughs) monuments man wait you haven't seen lord of the rings no
1: that is not my genre i am not a fantasy queen
0: (laughs) it's it's a good movie though (laughs) um but you know what it's
1: like meryl streep i'm like what have i seen meryl streep in um the divorce Prada. And that's about it. I'm just, I'm just, I feel like
0: the industry is so oversaturated <laughs> with Meryl Streep that like, I, I can't name anything she was in because she was just in so much. Yeah. Um, she's over prevalent. She's omnipresent, but of, um, of,
1: let's say the, uh, that New York times list top 25 actors so far this century. It's like, I've seen Viola Davis in the most since I'm a Stan now. Mm-hmm. So everyone else can move on. Anywho, who's
0: that uh, actress who got into that like art reproduction, like print thing that was going to revolutionize the art market? Do you, recall, do you recall something from like the other a couple of years ago or something? Mini driver, Portia de Rossi or something, or what's uh, her name? What's her name? Who was in The Sopranos? Who lived in the East Village in that building where there was a, a gas main explosion? Oh, the I building know he means. Yeah, what's her
1: name? Um,
0: I'm like picturing her name.
1: Wasn't she like a stripper on The Sopranos? I'm sorry, I haven't. I haven't watched it. So. Sorry, we're not like that other podcast. We're not perpetually watching The Sopranos over the last no, two I, years. No, I, I don't have that
0: issues. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, how do you how do you feel about her building her own art gallery? Drea
1: Mateo, is that who you mean? Is that her name? Yeah,
0: I yeah. think I'm to- I'm totally <laughs> conflating two different
1: stories, but that's her. She she lived in that East Village house, a collapse oh. and a gas main explosion. Oh, the gas main with the shady gas line under the sushi restaurant. Yeah, with the Ukrainian landlords. Yes, the shady Ukrainians are people almost. Yeah, watch, out. <laughs> don't talk ill of my people. <laughs> But that is a sad story. I remember a few months after walking past uh, that empty lot, which had photos of the victims taped up to the fence. Yeah. Oof.
0: Thanks, Magda. <sighs> yeah. Um, God. Uh, okay. Any, any snap judgments on Kate Blanchett's new uh, art gallery in her English country? Home?
1: Um, this just sounds like a tax uh, abatement scheme, uh, allegedly, mm-hmm. my opinion, not fact. Uh, also just get rid of the bats. Bats have so much disease. Like let's not even Uh, talk about COVID.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Stating the obvious,
1: but even like pre COVID, I was like bats, like a bat flew into my house. I don't know if you remember this. It was like two years ago. Yeah. There was a fucking bat in my house. Uh, that and rats with hantavirus are like my two nightmares. So I mean, I I'd rather
0: share uh, share a dwelling with a pony horse yeah. or a donkey than fucking
1: be anywhere near. A oh bat. no! I will spoon a micro pig before there's bats being rescued <laughs> on my property. So uh, next, I'm just imagining you
0: with a teacup pig, <laughs> um, like Paris. Okay, maybe she can host some like, off-site Documenta 15 event. Yeah, or she could give us a duo show. Hmm. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, let's do that. So Hi, Kate. Kate Blanchett, Blanchett, I know you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah so if it's like, uh, Kate Blanchett, wear it or tear it. Wear it. Yeah, just slide into our DMs. We're ready to, uh, <laughs> to uh, start a conversation. Okay, uh, moving on. Desert X postpones opening amid COVID-19 surge in California. The outdoor festival due to um, take over, oh, sorry, due to take over Coachella Valley in February will now wait until lockdown restrictions are lifted.
1: Um, okay, background, uh, friend of the pod, Jeremy, is, works for Desert X, so I can't shit talk it. More background. A friend of the pod, Saskia, invited me to an Absolute dinner when she worked for Absolute. Uh, I sat next to Minnie Driver. (laughs) Is she related to the arts?
0: Because that's not the first time I've heard her name in in this context.
1: Okay, so uh, Minnie Driver is dating or married to, I can't remember, uh, the curator Neville Wakefield, who curated The Last Desert X. So... Uh, they were both at this dinner at a beautiful mid-century modern hillside mansion in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And I got to sit next to Minnie Driver and she smelled amazing. And I told her and she's like, Oh, thanks. It's cedar patchouli. It's a little concoction I made myself, <laughs> <laughs> and she was so nice, and she loved Wait, my how, name. And she's like, "How can
0: <laughs> how can patchouli smell good?" Like, I'm sorry, this is the stuff you douse yourself
1: in when you haven't showered in days. I know, yeah, I don't like um like patchouli at an autonomous zone but yeah. <laughs> but I like patchouli <laughs> yeah. but I like patchouli when it's in like kiss my face body wash <laughs> uh-huh. is she Adam's sister uh, I wonder if they're related actually but she's no, British, he's American right? she's British oh, okay. she was so nice that's the crazy thing it's like the, uh, I think a lot of celebrities and actors have a bad reputation and a lot probably rightfully so but she was so nice and charismatic and engaging. Uh you're like, yeah, I get why you were huge in the nineties and you still have like a Netflix series. Because uh, you I don't think I've I've I don't think I've seen a single thing Mini Driver was in. She was in casino, I
0: saw that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, I'm on Neville Wakefield's uh, very short Wikipedia page, and he's described as the, as you said, the curator and artistic director of Desert X, and says that he lives and works between the Isle of Sicily and Harlem, New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the bicosal resume. Yeah, that sounds um, like
1: um, Gavin Brown. <laughs>
0: what is what does the X in Desert X stand for?
1: Maybe like is X that marks the like, spot. Oh, That's yeah, what I'm with assuming. A, with a desert. Say, yeah.
0: It's not like a uh Tesla offshoot or something. Yeah.
1: No, I r re- so I was in LA when the last Desert X happened, which was around the time of that dinner. Um I would like to see it, but I mean a lot of it is kind of spectacle Instagram y, but I am into, you know, going into maybe a space you wouldn't normally enter and seeing things
0: like I Saudi just, arabia i just honestly don't understand why something that's so obviously outdoors now can't take
1: place in california yeah, I agree. like where's where's the risk but that's yeah that's the crazy thing like they've been so insane in california about covid restrictions outdoors where they should actually be encouraging people to live their lives outdoors Because if they just took a common sense approach to it and said like, yeah, you know, dine outdoors, hang out with your friends outdoors, try to work outdoors if you can, since the weather is so good. I'm sure that would actually really decrease the cases. Instead, they're forcing people outdoors. And I'm sorry, most people are not going to be hermits inside the house.
0: No, and if anything, the postponement postponement of this, I feel like would there would be like a domino effect, an unforeseen domino effect of like some people who might have gone to Desert X would have like instead would instead go to this other like indoor event exactly at the same
1: time and like catch COVID and exactly transmit it. Plus, in in California, it's very clear people are, people are driving their own cars all the time. Yeah it's not like someone's taking a train to see desert X or a, a crowded bus or something. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so thoughts on art highly disapproves of this cancellation. Yeah. Uh, uh and, and we're blaming yeah. Gavin Brown personally.
0: <laughs> so desert X, no soup for you. Move back three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: next
0: (laughs) next uh next item u.s capitals works of art survive amid right-wing rampage in washington the authorities say that cleaning and conservation will be needed however after art was damaged by tear gas pepper spray and fire extinguishers
1: um how do we feel about that (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to ask about the trash the Smithsonian is setting aside from the rampage.
0: God. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I
1: have.
0: I'm just. I have such a revulsion towards this whole ordeal. Like, I, I can't even. This is. This is not a, a like a meme moment even for oh, me. Oh, totally. No, it's not a it, meme moment. Those people are such fucking losers. It's it's just it's disgusting to me in ways that I like I lack the words to describe it. So I'm like on a very contextual note. I'm happy that nothing got damaged in the rotunda there uh, because there's some like major artworks. Like it's nothing, you know, it's nothing like in the scale of like Smithsonian level, but still it's like important artwork.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, those people are losers. Hope they go to jail. Get on the no-fly no fly list. Um, just fucking bring out the gallows. Also, I'm sorry. Can we talk about Twitter for a second? I didn't think we would go there, but I just want to bring it up. Yeah, I good am riddance. Yeah, good riddens. <laughs> um, I don't know where everyone's been like for years now, but considering you can get ban from twitter for calling someone dumb uh good riddance
0: so i mean i i personally don't even care about the apparent hypocrisy and uh and the whataboutism of like banning one person and yeah. not shadow banning the other person i don't fucking care this is pretty straightforward and like clear there's some disgusting incitement going on there oh totally and it's for all I care just fucking cancel everyone it's such a cesspool of a platform like when I wake up in the morning and I like do my doom scrolling (laughs) like some of the journalists have been up since like 5.30 like churning like really aggressive thoughts and like go fucking to bed or like try to have like a wholesome start of day at least yeah
1: yeah no you're totally right or as this card says, put, uh,
0: put down that nacho chip, step away from the snack table, and go back one space.
1: Wait, is that referring to my new diet? Um, the double dip? The summer of snatched 21, as people may have seen on my personal Instagram, at pishcheck. <laughs> Hey, Przemek, everyone at the party is impressed by your wit,
0: style, and outrageously funny stories until you double dip. Wait, did you
1: say people are impressed by my waistline? Are you a size zero? Uh, The summer I will be. (sighs)
0: Um, Okay, um, moving on to our next uh, news bits. Okay, this is from uh, our art news uh, Bible. Bible, Torah, our Bible. Um, how streetwear brands broke into the auction houses? Streetwear brands selling sneakers and hoodies cracked the luxury auction market after the sneaker reselling website StockX launched in 2016 prove to investors the vast potential of reselling sneakers for profit despite a recent dip in high selling swag at auction <laughs> advisors say the potential of this sector will only continue to grow um it can I just ask is sw- <laughs> is swag
1: an official term for anything or is that just like vernacular uh swag is the new bling so it's, it, it, it was vernacular no, it was vernacular. It's
0: not, it's, yeah, it's not like a Merriam-Webster definition.
1: <laughs> I might be. It it was vernacular, and now uh, mothers have taken over it. So okay, um, okay, but that article is kind of fake news because there was that auction recently of Supreme uh, memorabilia. <laughs> at one of the auction houses, I don't remember which one, like Sotheby's or Christie's. And a lot of stuff didn't sell. Like, people actually don't care. Like, it's a fake made-up market. That's like, my opinion. Straight up didn't sell or, like, under-sold? Under no, no, sold? no like, things didn't sell completely. Like, uh-huh. like, things that were being auctioned were, like, every single Supreme t-shirt ever made. Or, like, yeah. every Supreme sticker. Things like that. Uh, which, I'm sure you'll agree with me. If that's what you're into collecting, you need to get a life.
0: But I mean, what am I misunderstanding here? Shouldn't auction value be sort of connected to the scarcity value of the item? I like Supreme, just you know, churns out those things like, yeah. like,
1: uh, like I a Chinese factory. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably literally came from a Chinese factory. Um, yeah, it's the scarcity and then but it's also demand. So how many people actually want that? I don't know. Not that many. I guess we just yeah, I guess we just don't hang out with those people. Yeah, we don't hang out with hype beasts. So
0: sorry. Like are there even hype beasts during COVID? I feel like once <laughs> you remove the whole social and event culture environment out of the equation, like what is what does a hype beast look like in a uh, hmm. pandemic times? Yeah, is it just like an influencer? Are, are drops
1: still happening? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh, can't, oh can't wait for can't wait for the most interesting drop of the uh, of the season, the new Lana Del Rey album.
1: Oh yeah! Even though everyone's trying to cancel her left and right.
0: <laughs> Why is it because she's uh, she's getting chunky?
1: Oh my god! Look, I just want to go. I've said this before to you. I just want to go to Silver Lake and track her down to Starbucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can we go? I mean,
0: but like, <laughs> sure. Like, uh how can you not love her?
1: Yeah, I look. I understand she's the child of privilege. Um, and even though I still not, love her, a, even
0: though in a recent Instagram tirade she insists that she grew up in like scarcity and hardship
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> sure <laughs> but look i'm into this made-up persona um lana del rey not lizzie g um or elizabeth grant mm-hmm. um i'm into the songs remember when she was a laughing stock after that snl performance but it's like that would have ruined anyone else's career yeah and ten years she later told, yeah, she's she major. Totally bounced back. Yeah, she bounced back from that. It's insane. Like she, she's someone like the weekend. I mean, they did collaborate, but where it's like the weekend had good songs, but you never thought like, oh, the weekend would be this huge artist. And him and her are kind of that same thing. Like, she's not gonna do the Super Bowl, but that's just cause her music doesn't suit that, but I mean
0: she clearly writes her own melodies because everything and this is not a complaint everything sounds the same Oh no it's very um, consistent
1: like there's a thread running through everything
0: I mean it's consistent sure but it's the, the albums just sound like like very slow moving sort of evolution uh in the like melodic sort of facsimile from one album to another there's no big leaps forward i guess if anything there's she's retreated somewhat like the first album and then the ep were much more sort of pop oriented like like top 40s kind of almost and then the third yeah. one and the fourth one really like leaned into the more of the like tour kind of aesthetics and sens- sensibilities
1: yeah and she's written songs for other artists, um, such as my trashy favorite British artist, Cheryl Cole. Uh, she wrote a problem. Amir, you can, t- you can take go on YouTube right after this and look up "Call Cheryl- My Name." Call my name, Cheryl. Cheryl Cole. Yeah, sh- or she just goes by Cheryl now. She's over oh, fr- the C. Yeah, she's from Girls Aloud. Um they were put together on the X Factor, I believe, or maybe Pop Idol. And then she went on to a solo career. She was married to a soccer player or a football player or a she was a <laughs> wag. And um <laughs> she she released a song called Ghetto Baby. Mm-hmm written by uh lana del rey and it sounds like a lana del rey song but it's popier and more uptempo and yeah check it out but listen to call my name that's my trashy anthem i'll check it out um, um yeah so lana you are a
0: local hero after getting your picture in the paper for removing a golf ball from the blowhole of a beached whale saving its <laughs> life Move ahead one space, and when you return the ball to Kramer, tell him to work on his slice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Okay, let's move on to the last uh, news bit I have prepared for us. And this one's a local one from this uh, side of the pond. Uh, Cuomo plans New York Arts Revival Plan. (laughs) New York's governor, Andrew Cuomo... Also, Nipple nipple Ring Man. (laughs) Nipplegate. (laughs) Nipplegate has announced a plan to revive the city's cultural events and find employment for artists in order to preserve New York's reputation as an exciting art center. To that end, he's launching a public-private collaboration called New York Arts Revival that will that will offer pop-up concerts and pilot socially distant distance performances. What is a city without social, cultural and creative synergies, Cuomo said in a statement. Um, I have a technical question. Why are you why are you launching an initiative for socially distanced performances to like take place months away from now? Like, are you not planning on inoculating (laughs) your entire population within like the coming three months? What kind of a, like what kind of a telltale sign is this uh, initiative? I know
1: something sounds shady about this.
0: Yeah. Um, And
1: by arts, they mean performing arts clearly. Yeah. I mean, New York has such a,
0: sort of like long standing tradition of public arts like between yeah. those you know central park performances or like uh you know the met doing like summer events outdoors and stuff like that like I, I don't know just fucking reopen the city inoculate your people and stuff will sort of snap back to place you don't need to like give it a boost of any kind. Cause so many people are just itching to get back to a uh, normal out
1: there. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just focus on the inoculation right now. Yeah. Jab everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the like, hell is going on in England? Like, it seems like they, they it's such a like multi-channel cluster of fuck there with, uh, know. There's strain and
1: like the aggressive lockdown and everything I've had <sighs> enough <laughs> I've also had enough and then uh truckers can't bring ham sandwiches into <laughs> mainland Europe because of brexit that was what? an article that was an article <laughs> why uh because you're not supposed to bring food even if it's like your personal sandwich, you're not supposed to bring food across borders but when the UK was a part of the EU, you could because it was an open market. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, yeah, there's just these nonsense articles where it's like, so-and-so was stopped for his ham sandwich.
0: I've I, had I it. wish, I wish her well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, first colonialism. Now this good riddance. I
0: just honestly can't stand this. I'm sure the statement will, uh, Uh well resonate for our um, British listeners. I just cannot stand the sound of his voice. There's something I know it's like the British pronunciation taking to like extremes, but he just sounds he sounds like he's choking on some like (laughs) on some like I don't know some snot or something (laughs) like
1: that. I just can't stand his hair. He looks stupid. Yeah, Yeah. who's the like who it is a joke and just to think
0: that there's clearly like a PR person behind every pol- politician and their like public facing persona. Ugh.
1: Okay, I have one last news tidbit for you. Mhm. It was just announced today that Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato and John Bon Jovi will perform at Joe Biden's inauguration. <sighs> <laughs> what do you have to say Amir? Um, like who who requested this?
0: (laughs) Who who is the who's the like public? Who's who's the audience for this? sorry i've just been transported to a parallel universe where somebody cares about those artists justin justin timberlake that's like at this point it's d-listers can't can't stop the feeling i mean does he still relax his hair
1: (laughs) uh Uh, all i have to say is that (laughs) demi lovato better sing daddy issues to joe biden and my god and cool for the summer which is my jam i mean are they all from new jersey because like bon jovi
0: i get bon jovi i guess is from scranton where where daddy joe is from
1: but oh that's right um it's like why are there no delaware artists being represented on this ticket
0: uh demi lovato was born in albuquerque new mexico Let's see where Justin was born. Memphis,
1: Tennessee, because he always talks about it. And now he's oh, a really? man of the woods. God, he's, <laughs> he's how so was embarrassing. He, how was he ever a heartthrob? You know, when he was a heartthrob, when... uh future, No, not Future Sex Love Sounds. When Justified came out, that first single, he was hot in that video. And then it was, a, a, it was like a, a sine wave of cracking going downwards it happened slowly but once the s- the ball started rolling it happened really fast he looks I horrendous mean, now
0: he looks fine but he just always looked like a disney pigeon character
1: or something
0: oh. uh also jessica Beale pass <laughs> pass she's like
1: a package of gravy <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, what was she even in? I don't get these actresses Seventh They're heaven. Like, <laughs> what is that even?
1: Uh, your husband is a fan, you should ask him. Really? Yeah, Jordan, please show Amir Seventh Heaven. Oh, my god. Um. <sighs> Okay, whatever.
0: Not not excited (laughs) for that. I
1: just hope there's no, like, civil war breaking out here in the coming five days. But but, but maybe Madonna will intervene and uh, do some Madam X numbers. Oh, no, she's still touring a (laughs) safari in Kenya. In Kenya, I saw. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: my God. um, Yeah.
1: Okay, to close out this uh, journey we've been on today. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, can I just tell you about some of my Tinder observations since I've been furiously swiping bring in, it on in preparation for my big move? Do you have swipe fatigue? Uh, I have motion sickness and I've tweeted at Tinder. Uh-huh. Uh, I truly have motion sickness. The animation just uh it's like people who get seizures from flashing lights. <laughs> <laughs> and I've tweeted at them and they ignored me. So I'm going going to make an ADA uh, complaint against them uh-huh. for not uh, addressing my disability. Um, okay, so first, uh, there are a lot of guys with bad hair texture, uh, tons of split ends. That's something I've noticed. Like intentional or neglected? neglected it, it looks like they've back their hair but again not intentionally like the uh the austrian chancellor kid yes exactly but without product in um you know i'm all for various hair types but this is uh i'm specifically talking about white people with straight hair who just have bad uh hygiene um lots of single pearl drop earrings mm-hmm which are terrible on anyone, regardless of gender. Uh, to each, to each his own. Do you like a drop pearl uh, accessory?
0: <laughs> I mean, they're they're just birds of a <laughs>
1: birds <laughs> of a earring, a feather earring. <laughs> I, I guess they are trying to attract each other with a drop pearl earring. Yeah. Um. Those guys also love to stick their tongues out. What, uh, is, the, what is the deal with that? Is that a Miley? effect i don't know and it's not in a playful way like miley where it's like a pointy tongue it's more like a pathetically waiting for the doctor to stick a popsicle stick in kind of tongue
0: it's like a too too cool for school kind of totally
1: yeah yeah so there's that um horrible tattoos Mm -hmm. you know the kind yeah like berlin trapped in dark room Uh, tiny sunglasses trend. Is that that still a thing? Still trending, apparently. Um, lip rings, like two at once. Oh, that's such a
0: classic Berlin thing, though. Like, yeah, that's that's, I feel like it's I feel like it's a rite of passage for the suburban.
1: (laughs) For the suburbanite. (laughs) yeah so that's happening uh and then on the topic of piercings septip sept sep, <laughs> sepsis piercings septum piercings on guys that look like d n c interns is that the ones that look
0: like those cock ring like cock piercings those really aggressive and thick ones only in your septum
1: yeah those ones, but then also the tiny ones. you know, someone who like only only wears like white blouses and tailored trousers uh, and then has a septum piercing in mm-hmm. rose gold. One, uh, one that could easily be tucked away when you go to a family gathering. Exactly mm-hmm. um, And then people that live by the mantra, the higher the hair, the closer to God
0: what does that look like
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh you know it looks like they're using heat activated mousse and a round brush every morning
0: (laughs) i i gotta see some pictures of that i can't even it's it's just
1: like that twink hair that's giant it's like a a peacock like it's Uh very quaffed but yeah there's just like too much volume um also blunt bangs and offset bowl cuts i know you love a bowl cut oh my god um guys that look like they live in the cellar of Barkine. that
0: the uh, the piss trough?
1: yeah <laughs> uh and then finally people named Philip with two p's
0: that's just nobility remnants like clinging on to some traces of aristocracy i feel <laughs> yeah
1: so that that was just one day of swiping i i just you know Kept a journal,
0: yeah. You should start a you should start a blog. Yeah, just blur the faces because Germans love their privacy, much like on Google Maps. Um, sex and the Stadt, <laughs> sex and the Stadt. Yeah, who should uh, replace uh. Samantha? What's your uh oh. What's your
1: take? Oh, a uh, friend of the pod, Lucy, sent a funny meme with sonia morgan from real housewives of new york oh i don't know her uh i'll send you a photo after she'd be amazing she's a mess mm-hmm. and basically she would just play herself it wouldn't even be someone replacing or like playing samantha mm-hmm. but uh sonia morgan married into the morgan family as in jp morgan and there was a huge age difference they got divorced she Got the Upper East Side Townhouse, which is next to like a U or sorry, an Park parking garage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like an Upper East Side Townhouse, but it's really depressing. And um, yeah, she would be really good as the replacement.
0: I think they should open up casting to all genders. I think her replacement doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. Oh, that's true. Um, it could be a flaming gay. Andy Cohen. Um, Andy Cohen. <laughs> Who else could uh, play her? Maybe uh, AOC. Um, cameo. James Charles. James Charles. Oh maybe Melania Trump could pop in for a surprise visit after her divorce. Um, maybe our listeners could uh, could slide into our DMs with some suggestions as to who uh, can true. replace uh, Kim Cattrall.
1: Yeah and we'll pick the best one and you'll get a prize which we'll decide one day. Yeah. Um I'm very much waiting for the
0: for the sequel. Oh, what I'm is it called?
1: so excited. Um it's called what's her what's that line and and so it something or Yeah. And then it blah blah it's and one then of, there were 3. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of her uh, connecting kind of phrases she would always use. Uh, But it's on HBO Max, which is not available anywhere outside of America. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait. Oh, it's called And Just Like That. And Just Like That, I went to Magnolia Bakery and got food poisoning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Isaac Mizrahi could uh, replace Samantha.
1: Oh, he'd be good. You know what? Actually, yesterday I listened to him on Bethany Frankel's podcast, Just Be, <laughs> where he talked to uh, Ad nauseum about being a Syrian Jew. Oh, really? Yeah. Well,
0: it makes sense with the last name Mizrahi. Exactly.
1: I mean, I got that he was Mizrahi, but uh didn't know he was Syrian until yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of sick and funny because Ashkenazi Jews will have last name Schwartz which is black mm-hmm. in German uh and but Mizrahi Jews would have an Ashkenazi last name like last <laughs> name Ashkenazi.
1: Mizrahi Jews Oh, in that's Israel right because last name. Yeah, because I've seen that last name. Yeah.
0: Uh anyways, we'll keep you abreast on any uh, developments in the uh in in the just the saga. like that <laughs> yeah in the just saga
1: like anyway we're stands like we are stands. we're gonna have a viewing party yeah exactly
0: uh, well I'm in a group show that's opening god willing on January 20th let's hope there's no big implosion stateside uh, amazing so if you're Mazel. in New York City Mazel, thank you if you're in New York City swing by it's in Broadway Gallery it's a fun show some fun artists such as Edie Fake and Andrew Kuo and Sam Moyer I
1: love Sam Moyer
0: Sam Moyer and uh yeah it's in Tribeca it's opening January 20th but I think there's like a, a whole day thing on Saturday the following Saturday which is let me tell you the date it's uh I guess the 23rd so uh, swing by if you're around. I might be there. I might not be there. But uh, yeah, that's that's it on the uh, updates. And That's so exciting.
1: Part. I wish I could be there. I'll send you pictures. Um, why would you not be there, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's really exciting. I really wish I could be there. And that's so major. Thank like you. A legit gallery in New York. It is an, a, a new exciting adventure mm-hmm. for the gallery since they're just opening.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it's Marlboro Gallery Alumni, the one that closed down in Chelsea.
1: Amazing. Uh, uh, my thing I want to share was that friend of the pod, uh, Divya Mira, is having a solo show at Night Gallery in Los Angeles opening this Saturday. Oh, I is, love Night Gallery. Yes, just wait I'm confirming that it actually is the Saturday yes it's Saturday January 16th Um, I got a sneak preview of the work I'm not gonna tell you what it is uh, but it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's very monumental that's all I can say and go to nightgallery.ca and you can uh, make an appointment to see the show
0: Amazing! Can't wait to uh, see some documentation. Yeah. Cool. Well, it was nice chatting and exchanging some uh, uh, trivia knowledge with you this week.
1: I loved it. I can't wait for more. Yes.
0: Um. Stay safe. Don't slip on that <laughs> dirt, dirty black ice. <laughs> uh, don't break a hip. God.
1: I'm scared.
0: Stay strong. Thanks. <laughs> okay, well, nice chatting with you, Przemek. I'll uh, talk to you next week. Talk
1: to you soon, Amir. Cheers. Bye. Bye.